cadets and captains to another brand spanking new episode of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. Whoosh, ah, I'm Josh. <laughs> I can't talk today. Uh, the lump in my throat is back as soon as we start recording, so you know That's it's going to be a good one. That's what happens when we do um, the other podcast where we read shit. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, M class email. M class emails. Yes, oh. that one. I thought you meant bros before pros. I did mean that. I did. <laughs> I did. Okay. But yeah. Every well, time is... I go to read, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, this is M class podcast, and we are uh, balls deep in Sully's new collection, the <laughs> the Monster Mash collection. Oh, is that what it's named? I don't remember, and I'm <laughs> not gonna was... go look. But it was like spooky something. The spooky, spooky. scary skeletons collection from Sully. That, that might the be graveyard it. smash collection. That's what it, it. You were really close. It was the second line to that song. It's true. <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. Is that a good Dracula that voice? That is a good track. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Dracula. Bye. Okay, I have to go back to my thing now and sleep. <laughs> it's a great impression. Um, <laughs> I hit all the main points. Today we're going to be, and I know this collection is extremely timely as we're recording it in November 15th. Yeah, so. it's, like, it's like a week before Thanksgiving. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking about TNG Season 4, Episode 17, Night Terrors. We have two TNGs in a row, and um, uh, yeah. This is true. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. The next one? Nah. The next one, we get some good uh, porno music and sound effects, so I guess there's that. Yeah, it's like about how Crusher finds her grandma's dildo candle or something. Yeah, I don't know. it's about how a ghost fucks her and her grandma, and probably other gra- further grandmas down the line. This dude's going to G-Milf on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. So, Night Terrors is written by Sherry Goodhearts. That's who, a made-up name. That's not a real name. That's her name. Her name is Sherry Goodhearts, and it's H-A-R-T-Z as that's well. That's a fucking Harry Potter professor. Uh, Sherry Goodhearts, who is a twisted fuck, apparently. Because <laughs> she wrote three episodes of Star Trek TNG, The Most Toys, which is the one where the guy kidnaps Data to keep him in his collection. Oh, that one's great. And uh, Violations... The one where mm. Troy gets uh, yeah. psychically raped. Yes. That happens a lot to her. Uh, it's the worst one, where we have to see it. Uh, Wait, is that the one? Did we watch that one? I don't think so. I run into this all the time, where I think we've seen an episode before no, we haven't. Yeah. I thought we'd seen this one already, even. No, I remember, this might have been one of the first ones I ever saw as a kid. Really? Yeah, and it really was, it disturbed me. Like, it's I was a, like, It's a spooky, Whoa. scary episode. Yeah, it's better than the next one we're going to watch. It's true. <laughs> I'll say that. Like, I'm sort of, on, like, I talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I'm kind of on the precipice with this episode. I don't really yeah. know whether I like it a lot or some of its goofier, dumber plot points really kind of ruin it for me. When did it come out? Is this a, this smacks of Halloween, right? Like this uh, has to be a Halloween episode. March eighteenth, nineteen ninety one. Halloween, there it is. 
March 18th. It's uh, my favorite Halloween time of the year, March. But there are things Crappy about this episode. March weather. <laughs> there are things about this episode that I really love, like the color grading and special effects during Troy's dream sequence. And yeah, like the, the green ass voice over it as well. Yeah, there's some creepy shit, but one thing I, I think the that TNG has against it with creepy episodes is the Enterprise is lit up like a fucking office building. <laughs> like this is true. It doesn't look scary anywhere on the bridge or anything. And they kind of like cheat with that, right? Where they're like, "Oh, the power's being drained." Ooh, right. Yeah, but and everybody goes into their quarters and don't. And they never turn the light on in spooky yeah. episodes. Yeah, they're like, I like sitting in the dark. Yeah. Well, that's like some of the things where the episode kind of falls apart, where we get this sort of like creepy buildup to something yeah. happening, and then something completely fucking incongruent to the buildup happens instead. Yeah. Like, for instance, and we'll talk about this when we get to it as well, but like Riker hears creaking in his room. Right, and, like it's very tense, and uh, Jonathan Frakes does a really great job of like living through that sort of like I heard some shit in the night. Yeah, I'm he's getting... got a great face for like being afraid. Like his yeah. eyes get real big, you know. Like he, yeah. he, he, you get more and more paranoid, and like it's very sort of relatable if if you live in a house that makes fucking stupid noises all the time. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> it was very relatable for me because I was uh, like alone at night a little while ago like a couple days ago even and i heard the sound of a door creaking yeah and i got you up got thinking, a ghost i got up thinking one of the cats had to have done it but both of them were dead asleep on beds wasn't them uh oh like, all right well i guess i'll just lock all my doors <laughs> um I guess i'll just Get my garlic out. It was me, Jeff. I'm sorry. I don't... Oh, fuck you, Dracula. But I, <laughs> I came to suck your peener. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> then, uh... <laughs> my mind never goes to ghosts or anything, because I'm, like, a shithole cynic about all that stuff. Yeah. My mind immediately goes to, all right, well, there's somebody living in my home. Attic. Home intruder. That's scarier. No, <laughs> that's fucking, a hundred times that's scarier. That's way worse. Like, yeah. the, dude, those stories where people fucking find people living in their attic and shit, it, yeah. that's horrifying. Well, the like, thing is, like, we have a basement, and the basement we don't use because we're, we don't have anything for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So <clears throat> somebody could slip down into that basement, and we go down to do laundry once a week, and that's it. So Yeah, my house has about 100,000 places that somebody could fucking hide and live in, and nobody would ever fucking know about it. Jesus. So like, I, I'm going to live in your walls, Josh. Dude, you fucking could. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, Riker does a really great job of selling that. And it's like there's footsteps and creaking in his room, and then he gets into bed and he's like all huddled up and he's all scared. And then like there's a like dun sound that he throws the blanket off, and there's snakes on him. Yeah, the snake, the this snakes. Is, yeah, this is completely <clears throat> ridiculous. It has nothing to do with what he was experiencing a second before, <laughs> with the snakes tiptoeing around his room. In the background? The, yeah, it's like the point is to just put scary things in, but it's like, yeah, like you said, like, there's no reason for there to be snakes after he heard... Cre it should have been, so, like, a, I don't know, it should have been something else. Like He should have, right? like, rolled... He should have been, like, all scared, like, rolled on his side and then rolled over on his back, and there was, yeah. like, a black figure standing at the bottom of his bed Batman! 
Cricket Man should have been there. <laughs> should have been Cricket Man. Where's Cricket Man? Yeah, where is Cricket Man in this? He's the true night terror. He's on the other side of the Tokyo Drift or whatever the fuck it's <laughs> I guess we probably should get into the meat of the episode. Maybe I'll finally be able to figure out how I feel about this episode by the time we get to the end Can of you it. tell me? Because I don't know how I feel either. I don't know. So the Enterprise D is uh, on a rescue mission to find the USS Britain, which has not been heard from in 29 days. The USS England. <laughs> they, uh, they end up at an unexplored binary star system, which they do a really good job of right out the gate as soon as you see it being like, why does it, it looks different than every other star we've yeah. ever seen on the show. Yeah. But, um... They they send an away team over, and already, like, shit's kind of strange. Like, the ship is completely intact, the engine's completely intact, and the life signs are sort of coming back and sort of not. Yeah, it's spooky. It's just a spooky ghost ship. And Captain Picard is like, uh, Counselor Troy, what do you feel? And she's like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good sign. Let's go over there. And Picard's like, he has this like air about him. Maybe I'm just reading into it. He's like, yeah, you're fucking useless. Anyway. <laughs> Send it away. Go put a uniform there. on. <laughs> uh, so uh, Riker, Worf, Crusher, Data are going to go over. And Troy's like, I need to go too. Yeah. And, and they're like, That's fine, I sure. guess. And what they find over there is uh, everybody on the crew has been murdered. Some of them have been stabbed to death, others phasered, and some of them just beaten to death. I like how the captain has just a straight-up fucking knife in her chest. Yeah. Like, the fuck? <laughs> what that? Somebody replicating knives? Just wharf on your shit? <laughs> <laughs> they had a Klingon as well. Yeah, they probably did. Uh, but there's a there's a Betazoid whose name is apparently Andrus Hagen. What a name. And Andros! Uncle Andros! <laughs> Andros' enemy is my enemy! <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Andros! <laughs> I do the perfect Andrew impression. That was great. Dude. Uh... <laughs> But he's apparently the Britain scientific advisor. And sure. He is catatonic. He is completely out of it. He, he's seen some shit, man. True. And they're like, did he kill him? And Troy's like, no. And they're like, all right. Yeah, okay. Let's. <laughs> I believe you. Well, let's not do any <laughs> investigating or anything. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah. <laughs> Can't they just, like. I guess the ship doesn't work, right? They talk about this. Yeah. I, honestly, I was like half. Half in and half out of this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at the beginning, the, the ship doesn't work because they don't know. But eventually, right. they find out that they're in the Tokyo Drift. And they're in the t- <laughs> eating the energy out of the ship. <laughs> they're in the Tonka Truck Drift. Uh, Crusher, back in Sick Bay, Crusher's like Picard. Uh, the crew was like fucked. They were fucked up, dog. They weren't on <laughs> drugs. They weren't on anything. But they were fucked. Yeah. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> Number they, one, whoa. <laughs> number one, please put this in your record. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. With three exclamation points. But, like, so, uh, apparently some of the crew were, like, locked in their quarters, and they had some of them had busted out and just started killing each other. 
Yeah, this is kind of like the plot to Serenity, right? Um, <laughs> sure. Did they steal? Did he steal this? I think he did. <clears throat> was he a part of this at this point? No, he no, wasn't. he was not. Yeah, like in Serenity, like the I haven't seen that movie in so long. The planet makes they gas the planet with like a calm gas, and it turns like a, a certain percentage into the Reavers. Right? It kind of reminded me of that, just a little bit. What a what a cop out. Like, the Reavers are just supposed to be people, right? They're just supposed to be, like, really fucked up, like, horrific people. Because people can be that way, right? But not, like, a super gas turns them into it. It's, like, a big reveal. Like, I guess, like, the show would have been more meaningful, maybe, if the show would have lasted. But I... I, I was honestly like, oh, okay, that's where I yeah. came from, I guess. Pretty much. <laughs> sure. Like, I feel, I remember feeling that way quite often throughout Serenity. Like, yeah, oh, that's how yeah. it is. All right. Yep. Sounds good to me. All and right. I really liked Firefly. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Counselor Troy is trying to like, uh, brain drain the other Betazoid, but like he just keeps repeating the same shit, and she's being the worst like counselor in the history of counselors. What she's doing it. She did win that award, worst counselor in the history of counselors. He's like double, double, and she's like double what? Fucking tell me, <laughs> double bacon cheeseburger? What in the fuck are you talking about? Double bubble? What are you saying? Yeah. It's, he's just like he's trying his hardest to communicate through his fucking like fear haze, and she's just yeah. yelling at. Him. Yeah, maybe. She's being affected by the Tokyo Drift, but they're not, right? No. That's why they're not she, affected. She's the only one who's not affected throughout the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, but they can't convenient. get the engines on the Bretagne to engage. And uh, for all intents and purposes, they're, like, perfectly fine. They should yeah, Jordy's be. like, I don't understand it. The laws of physics are bullshit. <laughs> I'm retiring. <laughs> you know, I'll be on the holodeck with my wife. <laughs> with my wife, Leia Brahms. Leia Brahms. Don't tell her. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> the, uh... The thing about this whole scene is, like, it takes a lot of suspension of, of disbelief to be like, okay, so they, they just didn't notice the powers being drained out of the system. They didn't yeah, look up they... in the top right corner and see the battery image going yeah. down. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think there would be some kind of, like, alert that was like, hey, the Enterprise's warp core is, like, fucking being drained. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, they like, they don't know. They don't need this. to know that, apparently. No, That's fine. not yet. It's a mystery, so they don't need to know. But, um, <laughs> my favorite part is that even in, like, the 24th century, like, Crusher comes in and Picard's like, yeah, there's no, uh, indication of psychological disease. And Picard immediately goes, was it drugs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it drugs? Can I have some? Was it good shit? <laughs> I hope it's not some of that Romulan stepped on bullshit. <laughs> but uh, they watched the last log entry of Captain Chantal Zaheva. Woo! Which is woo-hoo. quite a name. Mm, she's like a He-Man character. <laughs> Pretty much. She's like, Commander Brink needs to be eliminated for suspicion of mutiny. And she's like pulling her hair out and shit. Yeah, that's scary. That scared me as a kid. Yeah. I was like, whoa, like what the all fuck? 30, all 34 of the crew killed each other, which is like, cool. number one, that's fucked. Like, <laughs> number two... <there's, laughs> that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> number number two, there's only 34 people in this whole yeah, ship. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, it's a pretty big ship for only 34 people. I yeah. Mean, I guess... 
And they're out in, like, literally the middle of fucking nowhere, right? They're, like, way far away from Earth. Like, and that's another thing where they're like, it's going to take two weeks. And it's like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, How far man. out are you? Jesus. Where are you? Andromeda? Like, what the fuck, dude? I think it's I think it's important to note that like we get the first sort of hints of like the late season Troy and Worf stuff in this episode yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it suddenly dawned on me that they're the only two aliens on the ship and they got yeah. paired together. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. I mean, anyway, she's like an alien. I'm using quotes, right? She's like, she's she's half Betazoid. That's half alien. That's more wanna, alien than we know now. Do you want another half Betazoid in you? What? <laughs> do you want another half a human in you? That's the, what I am. I'm a human. Yeah, you're a sure. human. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. As far as we know, cricket man. <laughs> My human microphone picked that up wrong. <laughs> Oh, that's just an expression. A cricket expression. <laughs> what is that from? It's uh, the same joke I use from uh, the scru- the fucking uh, yeah, yeah. Clerks cartoon. That Clerks cartoon, yeah, yeah. But um, Troy has a nightmare, and we get like this sort of like cool-ass dreamscape, like color-graded... Like clouds and space. Yeah, with it's like, kind of it's like a matte painting almost, yeah, but it's cool looking. If you look in the clouds, there's like lines going through them that looks almost like spider web. That's cool. So like when I was watching it for the first time when I was younger, I was just terrified there was going to be like a giant space spider at some point. <laughs> oh man, I I thought about you the other day, yesterday. <laughs> When I was editing, continue because there's a spider in it. Oh God! So don't watch this episode. Thank you for the trigger warning. You're going to die from spiders. The a couple like a month ago. I'm still thinking about this a month later. So you know the arachnophobia yeah. is real. It's real, real. But like I was, uh, we have like a little tiny bathroom downstairs, and I was in it, and like literally, like if I like put my knees out any further they're gonna touch the wall and the door yeah that's how my mom my mom has one of those and out from under the sink comes uh one of the biggest spiders i've ever seen in my life (laughs) oh my god and my pants are down around my ankles and it starts crawling up the side of my pants no why did you let it get to that i didn't see it it like runs (laughs) out full speed and it's like literally less than like four inches from the thing to my pant leg what is with bugs when you're like like most vulnerable like, they love charge yeah. <laughs> there's his dick get him yeah, and like, like I yanked my legs out of my fucking pants and like put oh, them up that. on the sink and like oh, the, no. the fucker crawled through my pants which made me like do I want to put my pants back on yeah I now know. I gotta yeah I gotta burn these now but like it crawled through my pants and out the door underneath the door why did he do and I was like, I don't, ha- I didn't have any way to kill it. It's outside. I don't know what to fucking do. I hear. Why the cats, did he go through the pants? I hear the cats jumping around out Trying there. To get it. Yeah. And they're both so stupid. They don't kill the thing. They just follow it forever. Oh man, Teddy like rips them apart. He like eats the shit out of them. So like, like yeah, I, I, I finish as fast as I can. I pull the pants up. I, I like. I'm I'm barefoot, so I'm like fucking terrified, right? I like open the door. I'm peering out. It's nowhere I, I can see. It's gone, which is I would have just porky pegged it out. I did, <laughs> I did just I wouldn't have put the pants. It on. It was so much worse that I opened the door and couldn't see it. 
And so I <laughs> ran out and I grabbed my house shoes and I like banged them out to try and if the thing was in there, it would fall out. <laughs> and then I turn around and it's on the bottom of the wall right next to the bathroom. And it's got a cup of coffee and it goes, hey, how's it going? And it's like, I live here now, bitch. Uh, when's the rent due? And I fucking uh, was halfway turned away from it when I saw it. So I literally spun kicked it. Did you kick a hole through the wall? And, uh, <laughs> thankfully, the wall was pretty strong because I really did uh, kick it hard. Well, it was at the bottom, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and it's like, to... I like kicked it as hard as I fucking could, and it just like splattered on the wall. And uh, dude, there's this. You feeling. hate spiders. Uh, sorry about the animal cruelty. If you're uh, if you think spiders are animals and not demons, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was like. There's a feeling that's, like, really hard to describe. This sort of blind fear when you're dealing with, like, a phobia. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, everybody's yeah. phobic of something in one way or another, right? Yeah, it's the fight or flight. It's and it was, the, like, it's it was the this bat. sort of, like, when the bat blind, on painful yeah. fear in my yeah. chest. Yeah. Where my body is like, you're going to die from this tiny thing on the wall. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's it, you have no choice. Like, and it's not up I, to you. I, as soon as it was dead, it stopped. <laughs> And, like, there was a hollow pain in my chest afterwards. And I was just, well, like... that was the pain of you murdering a living creature. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm so with, I felt the same when I murdered a human once. I'm, I'm kidding. I didn't murder him. It was self-defense. I'm with A. Frankenstein on this one. I didn't feel that bad. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You'll get over Check it. Check out Bros Before Pros for that. <laughs> um... But uh, she's having this dream and she's floating towards it. And these dreams would be a lot more effective to me if she wasn't screaming, "Where are you?" constantly. Yeah, it's like we're supposed to like think it's like it's just a bunch of spooky like nonsense, right? This whole episode yeah. is just like, what would make this scene spooky? I know, have her scream, "Where are you?" Like, what? It's, like it, it's far spookier without it. Just having the voice yeah. going, "Eyes." Oh, in the dark. In the dark. Yeah. And having her be like, what the fuck? But instead yeah. it's like, she kind of... Where kinda, are you? Yeah, like she kind of knows what's happening or something. I don't well, fucking the thing know. That, the thing that frustrates me, thinking back on this episode, going forward through the episode, all this like spooky shit is like, wow, spooky. Yeah. But like looking back on it, if I was another sentient species with a spaceship capable of detonating hydrogen in space, why would yeah. I... Why would I try to speak this way through a dream to someone? That's what I thought too. I was like, do they have an, uh, like a psychic ability? Are they like, like, do they have a betazoid? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like well, I mean, how does say, that work? Say their entire race is psychic. Yeah. And this is like the way that they communicate or whatever. And they send this message to Troy. Wouldn't they be like, hey, we're another ship on the other side of the thing? Yeah, you're in a Tokyo Drift. Wait, like, wake up and tell the captain. Instead, then, they're like, yeah. they're like the fucking Spookarians. Is the <laughs> race? They're like eyes <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> the Spookarians. They, they're like their whole race. They come from the fu fucking planet, planet Halloween, planet Party City. <laughs> Spirit Halloween. They come from planet Spirit Halloween. The Spookarians. Yeah, the Spookarians. Yeah. And they talk like the fucking uh, Darmok people, like, yeah, eyes much. in the dark. One moon circles. Circles. Yeah. And what the, the fuck is, am like, I supposed to get from that? Even the <laughs> first time I watched this, when I, was like, when I was like a young person, I was like, oh, the two moons are like eyes in the dark. Yeah. 
It's it that's, does it's not a leap. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, well, obviously they're talking about that. Yeah, but Troy doesn't <laughs> mention this to anyone. Even yeah, she's like, that's normal. They're just she's just like, I'm just having nightmares. Yeah, I just found a ship with like a bunch of dead fucking people on it. So, uh, you know. Just having some some pretty bad nightmares. Didn't uh, they ever watch Star Trek? <laughs> they're like, oh, what's happening? Crusher's like, oh, what happens in your nightmares? And Troy's like, ah, it's not important. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. Next week you're going to fuck a candle, ghost. <laughs> yeah, you'll be happier then. <laughs> Picard's like, we're going to tow the Britain, uh to Starbase 220. And I know you at home are on the edge of your seat. Well, man, what's going to happen at Starbase 220? Well, maybe yeah. you'll find out after these messages. <laughs> wow! After these messages, we'll be right back. Cute little dog you've got there. But hold on. In a previous life, he could have been George Washington. Nice cat. Perhaps Annie Oakley. And look at him. Why, it's Napoleon. Reincarnation. What human being was your pet in a previous lifetime? Master Reincarnationist E. David Scott will tell you when you call this number. Just answer simple questions with your touch-tone phone. $1.95 per minute for entertainment only. Under 18, get permission. Call now. Learn who your pet was as a human in a previous lifetime. And we're back, and believe it or not, they don't actually go to the Starbase. Man, I was hoping to get some fucking sick Starbase scenes <laughs> where it's just like in a tiny room. Starbase is much smaller than you imagine them to I be. I love when they, they go to that Starbase in DS9, I don't even remember the name of it, and it's Admiral Ding Dong's office, right? And like, oh, It's like five feet across. It's like, dude, you're a fucking admiral. Like, Get like a window in here. Like, oh yeah, it's completely windowless in there. Fuck, I forgot. It's like from the window inward, which maybe there is, but like, you know, because it's behind the camera, right? Yeah, the that's wall. true. I don't know. It's just a tiny office. Well, it's like Picard's office has like one little slit, like, uh... Yeah, the little slit window. The slit window. He stands at it. But they're gonna, they're gonna tractor beam the Britain back to Starbase 220. But, Sounds uh, good. The Enterprise is starting to have some problems in their own. Wait, can you tractor beam in warp? I yeah. guess you can. Yeah, well, Jordy needs to do some, like, preparations for towing the ship. So I'm imagining, yeah. like, you have to take off the air brakes or something. <laughs> the warp bubble would need to be on both ships, because you yeah. couldn't... Yeah, that that's plausible. Well, why not? <laughs> uh, apparently the kid's name in this scene is Ensign Peoples. Uh, he, he's Ensign Freakout. Ensign Freakles. Freakles. And he, what does he say? He's like, there's air in the walls or something. He's like, there's like clanking sound effects in the distance. And he's yeah. like, there, there's someone here. Yeah, yeah. We checked the ship, but there's someone here. And, and this is Jordy. like how Jordy should have been the whole time with fucking, uh, with Broccoli. With Broccoli, yeah. He should have been like, shut up. No, he's like, no, Jesus. He's like, no, you're okay, Ensign. Don't worry. Like, 34 people were found dead here. That's enough to make anybody uneasy. And he's like, oh, thank you, sir. If that if that would have been Barkley, he would have been, Barkley, you fucking incompetent piece of shit. <laughs> Barkley, you absolute worthless waste of oxygen. Go clean out the fucking turbo lifts <laughs> of the corpses. 
This is one of those scenes that people use to be like, Keiko and Miles O'Brien have like a bad relationship. Yeah, I was like, this is just their normal everyday relationship. But like Keiko comes in and Miles is like already fucking like walking back and forth around the room. Pacing, yeah. And she's like, the thing about Keiko that would like genuinely get on my nerves though is she didn't even say fucking hello. She walked through the door and she's like, let me tell you about my fucking day. Yeah, she does complain (laughs) a lot about a lot of shit. Which like, you do live in like the perfect society, right? Like you, you don't really need to complain about this stuff. Like she's like, "Oh man, the fucking plants, dog. You don't even know." Yeah. And <laughs> and O'Brien's like, "Have you been fucking Tom Corbin?" <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, I what?" I see the way you look at Tom Corbin. And she's like, like, "What?" what? And she's like, she tries to like even be like, "Oh, you know, he's playing with me or whatever." Like, "Oh, you yeah. seem jealous." And he's like, "You take me for a fool, you." Skank ass bitch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then he does what any good Irishman does and heads directly towards Ken Forward. <laughs> Goes to the bar. <laughs> and doesn't order anything. He just sits. Yeah. We meet Gillespie, who uh, already is kind of coming off like a like an like a jackass at this point, but gets yeah. way worse as the thing goes on. <laughs> He's like, O'Brien, have you, uh, what's going on down at uh, Hydroponics, huh? And O'Brien's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, there's a g- 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 ghost. Oh, my God. O'Brien's like, really? A Starfleet officer believing in ghost stories? I don't have time for this shit. And then he leaves. I'm like, why did you come here? Yeah, doesn't he say something about, like, oh, I guess the honeymoon's over, too, right? Like, he says some yeah, he's shit He's, like, about... talking about, like, you're in the honeymoon period. Yeah, like, yeah. You, normally, you can't keep your hands off of each other. And O'Brien's like, she has work. Yeah. <laughs> she fell down the stairs. Oh, oh that's no. Dark. That's dumb. Oh, no. If this would have if this would have continued another day, maybe that would have Yeah, but dude, dude. But like Yeah, she tries to fuck him and he's like, "Fuck you." Which is like, "Dude, man, I don't want Tom Corbin's sloppy seconds." Yeah. Yeah. But uh how'd you feel about O'Brien calling that guy Ding Dong for believing in ghosts? Uh, I didn't really it's Star Trek, so how yeah. dare you, O'Brien? How d- <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I at this point I remembered what what episode this was. I was like, oh, okay, I remember what this is. So um, I was like, whatever. It's not ghosts. <laughs> this would be <laughs> this would be a good episode to watch if you're like really into Picard. Yeah, because he sits at the at the red in his ready room and the door chimes and he's like, come, dude. Is this come? <laughs> so mad about this shit. He's, he's getting ding-dong ditched. <laughs> he gets up like, and it's like he's like, yes, yes! <laughs> it's like Alexander. <laughs> Captain, come play with me! Where's my RC car? Where's, where's my dad? Um... <laughs> He's dead, son. He went to Deep Space Nine. He, he's, he's dead. He left you forever. <laughs> He didn't even ask where you were. <laughs> he's got he's got that trill fever. He's out. <laughs> but he <laughs> He needs to get him some trill trim. He's gotta get oh, the, dude's uh, a, dude likes worms now. Ugh. 
It's like, Bweedle Boop. And he's like, finally, the, nobody's at the door. And he goes back and sits down. And it keeps Bweedle Booping. And then finally there's a knock. <laughs> Which is like so weird, right? Yeah, like, and he like looks up. Even he's freaked out by the knock. Yeah. And he, he goes to the door and opens it. And Troy and Crusher are standing there quite awkwardly. Like, uh, we were ringing the doorbell. <laughs> yeah, what's so weird is like... like like we we get that the knocking in this world is creepy, right? Because yeah. like you never knock on any door. Like that's not a thing people do. No, anymore, if you want to go right? into a door, you got a Beetle Boop. Yeah, you got a Beetle Boop. <laughs> that's why we built the Beetle Boops. And uh, <laughs> but Troy, they're like, look, uh, violence aboard the Enterprise is getting pretty pretty rough, and people are having hallucinations. Yeah, they're like, the Britannia is happening to us or something. Yeah, and Crusher's like, we need to get out of here right fucking now, man. Jesus. Game over, man. <laughs> fucking shaggy. And uh, Picard's like, he's a little taken aback. He's like, I just gave the order to track through the Britain and move away from the area. We'll be we'll be out of here in like a couple yeah. hours. And yeah. Crusher's like, <laughs> okay, Scoop. Okay, Scoop. There's a g- g- ghost. <laughs> Better go, man. Uh, however, yep, the propulsion systems all fail to operate, just Great. like the Britain. Great. Again, the the like the check engine light doesn't fucking no. come on. Like, like oh, the impulse power won't work because it doesn't. Like the ship should probably fucking know this. I don't know. Just put your ear to the fucking wall of the ship. You hear the fucking like Mega Man X charging sound effect out in the riff. <laughs> Dude, like fucking on like the Apollo missions, they had fucking indicators for like every goddamn thing, right? But the Enterprise is just like, nah, it's fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> Whatever. My, a little part in this episode that I really enjoy is um, they're in the observation lounge. They're having a meeting. Yeah. Data's like, we're trapped inside a space-time anomaly. where Called the Tokyo Drift. Where, where like, energy is being, like, sapped through blah, 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 blah. And <clears throat> Picard goes, oh, the Tykens Rift, which is what they yeah. say when, like, a real scientific principle happens. They say Yeah, it. But yeah. But then, like, this is a fake scientific principle. Yeah. It's like almost like they were like trying to make a scientific principle, right? Like we'll just because they, they like you said they explained like it's named after Captain Tycho who Captain fucking Bella Tyken. Yeah, who he blew up a bunch of cadmium or some shit. I don't know. Cad cadmium yellow. He blew. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they detonated a, their cargo full of fakium and made upium and, and, and ternium and yeah yeah unobtainium <laughs> Unob- yep, and yep, ex- mithril and it whatever exploded and uh overloaded the rift yeah the rift couldn't deal it couldn't so it, it wasn't chill it wasn't chill enough it couldn't handle it yeah. you tickle the uvula and it spits you out yeah it was like giving a freshman like a bong for the first time it couldn't handle it <laughs> Coughed them out, but they don't have that type of energy. Even the photon torpedoes, which is absurd. That is quite absurd, dude. A fucking photon torpedo could like blow up a fucking continent. Like, what are you talking about? It's an antimatter. There's nothing more powerful than an antimatter explosion. Like, 
That's it. <laughs> nah, if you explode cadmium yellow and alizarin crimson, it fucking it's a million times more powerful. Yeah, it's like the universe like starts over again. That's how strong it is. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, the Tykin's Rift doesn't cause unusual behavior. That's uh, right. This is the first we get of my favorite like mini through line in this episode that not a whole lot of attention is brought to, but I find exceptionally funny, which is Crusher being pissed the fuck off that Troy still gets to dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's like fucking wild. And I mean, it makes sense. She's a redhead, right? Like, True. But like, if we don't get time, our beauty sleep. <laughs> every time Troy mentions a nightmare or dreaming, Crusher gives her this look like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to shiv you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's cool. I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it, too. <laughs> yes, Crusher, mommy. <laughs> Crushy. Crush me, mommy. Crush me. <laughs> Picard and Riker in a turbo lift. And uh, <laughs> Picard's like, you know, everybody on the ship's going nuts. Like, even, even like, it's affecting me. So one of us needs to stay strong or whatever. Uh, how are you feeling, Riker? And he's like, you know, uh, I would be lying if I said I felt like myself. And yeah, he's like... when I go back to my quarters, it feels like someone's there waiting for me. What's funny in this episode is snakes. Scene, he fucking whips out his trombone. He goes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's, I thought that was weird, but he does that when Worf tries to kill himself, I think. <laughs> uh, but Picard's like, Riker, go take a nap. And Riker's like, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, fine. I'll sleep with the snakes again. <laughs> Uh, Picard uh, flips the fuck out because the turbo lift ceiling is being zoomed in on above him. Yeah, he gets fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> he's like, he's like laying the on the ceiling. floor screaming when the doors open, and everybody runs to the door, but they all stop when they see it's him for some reason. They don't want him to know that they saw him, right? Because he's so proud. He's a proud man. <laughs> and he walks down. He's like, Data, come to my ready room. Data, you're in charge. <laughs> Data, you're the captain now. And Data goes, I'm the captain now. Look, we're going to use... You know, we figured out the problem, how we're going to make a big explosion. Um, you're going to be shocked. We're going to use the deflector dish. Yeah, the deflector dish. <laughs> it does <clears throat> everything. Also does undeflecting, I guess. Why not? Yeah. Turn it around. It's, Flip it's, the a, switch it's around. a reflector dish as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they used it against the Borg, and it helped. So maybe it'll do. Maybe it'll help this time. I don't fucking know. Yeah, they say like we could use the weapon mods that we use for the Borg, and they're like, I don't fucking care. Let's go. I'm losing my shit. Picard's yeah. like, Yeah, do whatever you want, buddy. Yep. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I'll be relying on you a lot. I may have to make you acting captain, but don't worry. I probably won't go crazy. Yeah. At least nobody can kill Data. I love that Picard's like. Uh, our in, our very survival may depend upon you, Data. And he's like, all right. Yeah. He <laughs> just leaves. Yeah. Well, like, first of all, Picard's being, like, super dramatic because he hasn't slept in, like, ten days yeah. or whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> and, like, Data's, like, not, like, he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I've saved us, like, a hundred fucking times. Like, remember that time I did the math and did the three thing? Remember yeah. the three? Remember I did the three? That. Was that before this or after? I don't remember. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, 
I see things like Dr. Manhattan now. Yeah. Um, this is a good scene, yep. though. Dr. Crusher's doing brain tissue scans of all the dead people from the Bretagne in the morning. Oh, yeah. And they're all, like, covered up with those, like, crinkly blankies. The crinkle sheets, yeah, the plastic. And uh, she, like, sends her assistant out, and she starts hearing the crinkling of the blanket, which is, like, I couldn't imagine a scarier fucking sound in a morgue than the blankets crinkling. Yeah, that would fucking be it for me. I'd be like, yep, I'm good. Like, after the first one, she's like, hmm, what was that? I'd be like, well, mm. gotta go. <laughs> I got so much business to do. I bet some of Riker's bed snakes got in here. <laughs> Riker and his damn bed snakes. Riker! Riker house! <laughs> That'd be even scarier if that came out from under the blankies. The the lady they got to be the dead lady did a really good job. She, she looked super dead. Fucking dead. dead, yeah. Yeah. But like they she like hears the sounds or whatever, and then when she turns around, all of them are sitting up. Yep. It's just nope. so creepy. And she's like freaking the fuck out, like hands over her ears, yep. like no, no, not real, not real. Yeah. Yeah. And then she opens her eyes, but the camera is still framed in such a way that you can see one of their shoulders. Yep. But then it cuts and they're all laying down. <laughs> Dude. Dude, at this point it's just like Writers are in the writers' room, being like, "Let's do some spooky shit." Get Everybody s- gets a spooky scene. It's that time of year. It's March. Yep. It's, it's March eighteenth. <laughs> this episode's coming out on March eighteenth. We gotta hit this Halloween shit. Crusher goes to Picard's ready room, and they're all like tweaking at this point. Yeah, they all look like shit. And she's like, uh, <laughs> "This is where the episode gets a gets like a bit goofy because they do the scientific explanation and then stop talking about it instantly." Where they're like, oh, "Is this the REM shit?" Yeah, right? like you, we yeah. need REM slip sleep in order to rest. Uh, if we right. don't, we have fatigue, loss of concentration, extreme irritability, yeah, hallucinations. And then for the rest of the show, they just keep saying, "We need to dream to live." Yeah, it's a little dumb. This reminds me of a... There's, like, a high-strangeness urban legend about, like, the Soviet sleep studies where they apparently kept people awake for, like, a fuckload of time and they started, like, murdering each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I think maybe they got that, for, like, this from that or that from this or whichever. Uh, but I do know that, like, people who do, like, a lot of heavy drugs who stay awake for 10 days, they do turn psychotic. Whether it's from sleep or drugs, drugs. I, don't, I don't know. But The thing that really, like, stood out to me during this episode is that I uh, I dream a lot. Like, yeah, me too. Like, I don't really remember my dreams super well, but I dream a lot. And my dreams are, like, exhausting. I wake yeah. up in the morning and I'm like, God, I wish I hadn't dreamed. I'm so sleepy. Yeah. And That's how I am too. Like if I if I don't dream, I, I wake up feeling rested. So I'm like, you don't need to dream to be rested. You need to get REM sleep. Yeah, your sleep cycle needs to hit REM. You don't need to dream. Yeah, dreaming is just a product of the REM. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a channel fifty eight video called Real Sleep. Uh, where, oh yeah. Uh, I would invite people to go check <clears throat> out. Which is like spooky. It's supposed to be spooky because like it gets rid of your ability to dream or whatever. But like I was like, man, I hope this works. Uh, <laughs> I 
<laughs> Man, I fucking hope this kills me. That's what I thought. <laughs> I like my dreams because I do have like adventury, like lucid dreams, fun dreams. Sometimes lucid dreams. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, my brain is using too much brain power. I wake up tired. Yeah, I I lucid dream practice and meditate and shit, and like I remember a shitload of my like I remember dreams from like years ago. Like I have a very distinct dream memory. Like I have like them all locked away. Like sometimes I'll just be sitting around and I'll be like, oh man, remember when I had that dream? That was fucking that weird, right? Cool. It's cool. It like and like when I lucid dream now, like I fight like. Godzillas and shit. Oh, <laughs> like awesome. I'm like I'm like flying around and like fighting Godzillas. And shit. Your brain is fun. like throwing everything it can at you. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's trying to test me. <laughs> the the sort of strange thing is like I I like my dreams a lot, but like I sometimes wish I didn't have them because I'm so sweepy. I'm such a sweepy boy. Yeah. Have you tried like? waking up and then going back to sleep that makes me dream like almost all the time oh, yeah. like i i will remember I go the back dreams to dreams yes when yes. i go back to sleep which is sometimes good but a lot of times bad yeah sometimes it's good if you're like doing an adult situation yeah i, I get deja vu all the time <laughs> yeah and it's always too. based on i've seen this in a dream Maybe you're just, like, astral projecting, dude. Who knows? Maybe I'm psycho. I mean, psychic. <laughs> Maybe you're half Beta Z. Do you want another half Beta Z? <laughs> Wait. What? I don't know. <laughs> but, um... I was like, what does the 90s alternative rock band R.E.M. have to do with this? <laughs> uh, Crusher has the best line in the episode where she's like, if we don't do something about this, we'll all go insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking Enter Sandman riffs kind of kicks in. Excellent. But, uh... There's another force at work here. It can't be the Tokens Rift. And Crusher's like, none of us can sleep. Except, of course, for Troy. <laughs> She's like the Mad Hatter at yeah, this point. And Troy's like, well, you know, I'm only able to dream because I'm half Beta Z, Beta Zoid, maybe, but all of my dreams are nightmares. And Crusher's like, yeah. <laughs> angry redhead noises. <laughs> <laughs> But she's like, uh, either way, if this keeps going, we'll end up with the same fate as the Britain, and I'll be just like what's his fucking face, the other guy. Remember, hand, hand, Andros, Andros, handsome Andros, handsome Andros. That's just regular old Andros. <laughs> oh, this guy, he is. You are Andrew. Andros's enemy is my, my enemy. enemy. <laughs> uh, Troy is like. Looking like shit like everybody else now. It's caught up to her. And mm -hmm. she's listening to uh, Hagen just run his fucking mouth about doubles and eyes. and well, He doesn't say eyes yet. Um, yeah. But she's like... Circle and this, this one moon or whatever. <laughs> she's like, bye, Dr. Crusher. Like, we're all in this together, right? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> we're all in it together. <laughs> Uh, Jordy 
can't keep up with his work. He's like, we're gonna use the uh, the, the 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 yeah. They just, like, I like the how they like dish. they like forget like which like dude like how many times have you and I been on this show so fucking tired where we're like what's a uh, What's his name? Uh, Star Trek. Uh, yeah, yeah, Star Trek. Uh, yeah, Captain Star Trek. Yeah. Captain uh, Star and First Officer Trek. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows, like, the name of shit. They're, like, yeah. just, they're fried, man. They they do the burst, and it just cuts out. It's like... Yep. And Captain Picard's like, um, that sucked, but uh, let's try something we'll, else. We'll I figure guess. it out, everybody. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, don't mutiny me, please. Please, no mutiny. <laughs> please don't stab me. <laughs> don't stab me in the heart. It's fake. And then it cuts to Gillespie, who's still in ten forward, even though it's apparently like days later. This is like a week and a half later. This is yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to fight, and yeah, nobody's like, fight what. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's like, they're keeping us in here, man. The election was rigged, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go storm the Capitol. I mean, bridge. The election was rigged. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Think about it. Picard's election was rigged. <laughs> Who made him captain? The deep state? <laughs> Globalists? The deep space. <laughs> oh, nice. But um, Worf runs off the fucking bridge. He just, like, takes off. And Troy uh, goes after him. He goes to his room. And I think it's important to point out, the stakes of this episode at this point are so high that one of our main characters is about to commit ritual suicide. Well, it is, to be fair, it's Worf, and this dude has tried to kill himself a dozen times already. And like, Troy runs in and she's like, what are you, what's wrong? What are you doing this for? And he's like, I am no longer a warrior. Yeah. Because I am afraid. And I'm like, Worf, you've been Bro. afraid before. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> dude. Also, what were you going to do with the... Where were you going to stab yourself? It looked like, like he was going to eat it. it looked, <laughs> sword swallower. Don't worry, counselor. I'm practicing my carnival tricks. Next, I'm going to juggle some fire. Oh, Klingon juggling. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a fucking Lower Decks episode. It now. is. But like... <laughs> The music gets like to a fucking fever pitch during that scene. It's really well done. Yeah, it is pretty creepy because it's like this dude's serious. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna do it. But she gets him to go to sick bay. The I feel like there was a missed opportunity, right? Where like the she calls for security, and they run in, and she's like, "Oh, never mind." And then they just leave. They should have been like, "Man, fuck you." dumb bitch. Yeah, I thought the security guys were, like, pretty chill about the whole thing, yeah. and, like, they didn't seem affected. Like, those dudes were getting REM sleep. Yeah, they, they were fine. fine. If you weren't yeah. a named character, you were fine. <laughs> yeah. They handed out phasers to them, so they must not have been that insane. It's like, they should have been mad about it. They should have been like, fuck you, Counselor Troy, and your dumbass <laughs> non-uniform. Get in a fucking uniform. What are you doing? Man, this is like the fifth time I've been called the Worf's fucking quarters because he's trying to fucking kill himself. He's going to succeed one of these fucking times. <laughs> I think sometimes the people who write Memory Alpha episodes are, are like editorializing a little bit too much when they write yeah. the descriptions. 
Yeah. Uh, Worf agrees to go with her to sickbay, and it's a sign of the bizarre atmosphere aboard the ship to see the hulking Klingon warrior being led by the hand like a frightened child by the diminutive Betazoid. It's the take a creative writing class or join a podcast called Bros Before Pros if you want to <laughs> fucking write a description like that. It's like, this isn't a fucking editorial where you get to talk yeah. about the episode and how you felt during it. Just somebody write what wrote fucking their, happened. Somebody wrote their fucking term paper, and then they just put the paragraph in there. Although there was that one episode, when Rich was on, I think, it was the episode where, like, the whole article was just full of jokes for some reason. Yeah. Well, maybe someone's editing it or something. Who knows? I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe Elon Musk bought a memory. Oh, that's not... <laughs> Let's not go there. Uh, let's rush to the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's not. Let's do. Let's do it thoroughly. Troy uh, Hagen is like, eyes oh, in the dark. Finally, yeah. And she's got, like, oh, it's yeah. my dream. Aliens are trying to communicate tele- like telepathically with. Yeah, me. somehow I knew that. And that like, was the thing. It seems yep. like Picard should be like, what? What proof do you have? <laughs> yeah, he should be like, well, what other side? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Data's like, like, it's possible. They might be, and that uh, communication might be interfering with the REM sleep of the non-Betazoid crew. It's a whole lot of mites and maybes and coulds here. Yeah. There yeah, might they... be another ship on the other side of the Tykan's Riff. And if so, we could work together to create an explosion. My favorite part is that it's hydrogen. Like... Hydrogen is going to work at the bridge. Like you couldn't use a photon torpedo. No, hydrogen will work though. Hydrogen. Um, data is like, what, what do we need to make an explosion? And Troy's like, wait, one moon circles. That's a hydrogen atom. They are looking at the internet like periodic table, and they're going through with like the fucking models of the atoms. And it's like, <laughs> hydrogen, the first element on the fucking periodic table. Like, and this is, it's a good thing it wasn't one of the last ones. We would have been here all day. We would have yeah, died. Americanium, Einsteinium, <laughs> unobtainium, unobtainium. Uh, they release hydrogen towards the other ship, and Troy's supposed to go into the dream and tell them that they need to, uh, I don't know, Blow light, it a, up. light a match. Yeah, they have some other thing, right? They have, like, succonium or something. I don't know, blow upium. And it like, combines, yeah. The crew of the alien ship is communicated with that need, so the only thing, the only required message is now. Yeah. Uh, what, what they do, what... Troy does instead when she's in the dream and they fire off the fucking hydrogen is to go, Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> and they're like getting desperate. They're like, Fucking eyes in the dark, man. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the dark, man. Data's like, everybody get to their emergency shelters. And Gillespie's like, let's fucking kill the captain. Oh, I I love this part. Guinan pulls out the toyest toy gun I've ever seen in my life. She whips out her fucking Draco and is just going to go chop down some people. (laughs) She's like, fucking. Instead, she shoots the ceiling and fireworks come down. Yeah, and she's like, that was setting one. Anyone want to see what setting two does? I'd have been like, hell yeah, let's hell do yeah. this. Maybe it makes shoot a big smiling face. <laughs> does it shoot bubbles? 
I, I love that there's like a crank she turns before she shoots. <laughs> it's like the gun from Futurama. The the jack in the box gun. Yep, yep. Uh, but the hydrogen stream stops and they're like, oh, we failed. Troy, did, Troy just kept screaming, where are you, in the dreams. Yep, yep. But a figure appears in the dream just as uh, the hydrogen explodes and they get spat patoo out of the rift. They get flung like a goddamn toy in a fucking bathtub. Like, I, I, I don't know what kind of fucking element mixes with hydrogen that makes this explosion happen, but... Uh, also, also... <laughs> Do you know how fucking easy it is to push something in space? It doesn't yeah. take that much. Well, the thing is, like, when they shot the hydrogen out, that should have pushed them backwards. Yeah, when they shot anything out, it should have... I mean, unless the physics are different in a Tokyo Drift, I don't know. As I learned from Doctors McElroy, if, when you nut in space, it push you backward. That's right. That is... <laughs> It's true. It's like the Wally theorem, so I believe fucking, it's called. They all should have just got up on the top of the ship and nutted, and, and it would have pushed cummed. the whole ship backward. Or f- some of them could have farted, yeah. you know? Just yeah. the whole, just get up there and get nasty. We need to get home. <laughs> just, just get buck nasty. <laughs> but uh, Data's like, Captain Picard is my last duty as Captain. Go nap naps. Yeah, why didn't he turn the lights down? That would have been better. Night, night, Captain. I'd have been like, computer, lower lights. That would have been a good... Data gives him a little kissy on the head. Good night, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) And then Captain Picard goes off to bed, and that's the end of the episode. And I I gotta figure out how I feel about it now. (laughs) Yeah, I still haven't figured it out. Uh, We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these messages with some sort of number, I guess. back from those messages we figured out nothing during that we time. learned nothing <laughs> that's the ratings were every the fr- episode <laughs> the ratings were the friends we've dreamed about along the way that's my rating uh <laughs> the the stage managers of the show are wheeling out the giant wheel yes the <laughs> we pay the catfish scale of quality <laughs> we we're motioning them, them to this. put it back but they're wheeling it out <laughs> They're shaking their heads. No, no, no. You ha- we, one of them is mouthing, you have to, and yeah. pointing at it as there's like as you a, can. There's like a Dietz and Watson ad in the middle, so we have to. You can't see it, but we paid for it. Or they paid us for it. <laughs> so this, this is the review portion of the show where we whip out uh, wieners and also the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality where a warp one is a Cochrane, and that's bad for some reason. Mm-hmm. And a Warp 10 is a catfish, and that's good for some reason. Don't <laughs> think too should, hard about it. We should make a shirt that has the Warp scale on it. 
We should. We haven't made a shirt in so long. I know. I've been getting demands for shirts, so oh, just yeah? so you know. Yeah. I've gotten none. You're really asking the wrong guy. It's like coming you, to me well, to complain about editing things like people do all the well, time. Well, it's my cousin, so he wants shirts. Oh, uh, okay. Just just any shirts, right? No, he wants the M Clan. He wears he wore the fuck out of the 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 shirt it shirt that he got. Oh, that's awesome. Like it's I've, like destroyed. Uh <laughs> Bam has uh, the yellow M-Class logo shirt, like the old M-Class yeah. logo shirt still. I really need to make some new shirts. I know. Uh, we'll figure it the out. The world is on fire, and I'm <clears throat> losing my job because of it, so mm, yeah, uh, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> we could be dead like in the next two minutes. Who knows, man? World War Three is trending on <laughs> Twitter, which is on fire, so... So who knows what's real? <laughs> so we'll see, I guess. Um, Josh, I'm putting you on the spot first since I always yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, wh- where are you going to put this on the warp scale of quality? I mean, it wasn't bad. No. And it's got some really good creepy scenes. Uh, I'm I'm going to give it a six because it's That's fine. That's it's fair. fine. It's, wa- it's like not a five, right? Like it's... No. It's not, it's, and it's not really a seven, maybe a six point five, but yeah, I, see, that's I that's kind of where I'm floating back and forth, yeah, right between seven yeah. and six, and I feel yeah. like I've given a better episode a seven. Absolutely, seven is a C, which is like totally fine, right? So like a six point five would be like a C minus, which I think is pretty it's perfect. A, it's like a D. <laughs> uh, well, like a six is a D. Yeah, but 7.5 would be a C, middle C. C, 7 is a C minus. Okay. I, this scale makes no sense no matter how you look at it. Which <clears> is no, it, sure, it absolutely does not. Uh, if 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 7 is C minus, yeah. then I, I would give this episode a 7. Well, I'm saying and that because that's how we create. I, I think it's because I love spook. I love to be spooked. I love the spookiness. Yeah, when when March 18th rolls around every year, you're way <laughs> you're way into it. Yeah. March 18th, the happiest time of the year for me. That's when you start putting pumpkin bags on all your problems. God, if I could just put a <laughs> pumpkin bag on Twitter. <laughs> so you should just change your background to the fucking pumpkin bag. Parody. It's a parody. It's a, it's a parody of Pumpkin Bag. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, don't worry. That's how I got away with it in my free HOA as well. So much free speech. It's a parody Pumpkin Bag. Don't <laughs> worry. That's what I told my HOA. And they were like, all right. <laughs> that doesn't technically break the rules. All right. Um, maybe a 6.5. I think a 6.5 is where I'm going to stay. And I, I know .5s is like weak as fuck. It's very No, no, like, it's not. It's like a cop out, but like I, I, the visuals in this episode are quite good. I really love the special effects of uh, the weird swirling clouds and the two stars in the sky and the dreams. <clears throat> yeah, the spooky shit's really cool. The doorbell thing is awesome. Absolutely, the, the snakes are dumb as shit. The snakes are <laughs> dumb, but the lead up to the snakes is great. It's good. Yeah, it really deflates it. It's yeah. Uh, Guinan's, thing in a dream. Guinan's AK is pretty sweet. 
Well, that's the type of thing. Snakes is the type of thing in a dream where I would stop the dream cold and go, wait, that's stupid. What is yeah, that no, if there were snakes in my dream now, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, like, sure. Were the snakes sneaking around my room? What is yeah. happening? Uh, do they have legs now? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> like, Crusher in the morgue is a really great scene to the point where they yeah. literally copied it for an Enterprise episode that we they watched did. already. They did. Yep. It's it's such a great scene. Um there's yeah. the episode itself, the mystery is really convoluted and silly for the purposes of being spooky. Yeah. Which um I don't know. I'm sure people could say that about some of my bros before pro stories if they really wanted to, but Yeah, but we write our stories in like a day. <laughs> you know, like we, we I do like I think about room. them for a week, but I do write yeah. it in a day. We don't have, like, a writer's room where we're like, does no. this work? And then somebody's like, no, we'll, we'll come back to Look, this. Look, final answer is seven. If I've given a better episode of seven, that was technically a 7.5. I just didn't say it. Fuck you. I'm going to give it a 6.375. That's this is Because it's not even a 6.5, but, it, uh, man, I don't know. This is a wild episode. I appreciate this is the only Star Trek episode I ever remember being genuinely creepy at any point when it tried to be, except um, Schisms. Which one's Schisms? I think I think it's Schisms, the one where um, people are being kidnapped and then it seems like they've had surgery. Oh, the abduction one. Yeah, yeah. that one's yeah. genuinely creepy as well. <clears throat> yeah, that one's freak- freaky when they're in the holodeck and they're like, remembering what the table looked yeah. like. like that's fucked up yeah it's fucking it's creepy as yeah. hell I, so there are so few episodes of star trek that genuinely get horror right and it's hard that again i've been trying to get horror right like the episode where Riker thinks he's going insane yeah which is supposed to just be like a thriller but it's it's a horror it's straight up a horror that one's really good too yeah it's really hard to do horror in star trek because it's star trek and everything gets explained through like some kind of science, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like, and horror is the opposite of that, where it's just like, here's a fucking ghost or whatever. Yeah, the the less you explain in yeah. horror, the more the scarier it is. The, yes, yes. You like uh, every horror movie monster was scarier before there was an explanation of what they are. Yeah, I don't need to know like why the mummy is a mummy. You know, like <laughs> I remember watching the movie. Jeepers Creepers, right? Yes. And uh, it starts off like... Uh, is Duel the movie where the guy is in the truck and he's trying the to truck, kill the yeah. kids? Duel, yeah. Yeah, it starts off like Duel. And then like one of the kids finds like a cannibal skin-sewn-together basement thing down a well mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh man, a cannibal truck driver. That's not a stretch. And... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's scary. But then he gets out of the truck and he's a big... He's like Goliath from Gargoyles. Yeah, he's like this big dude. I was like, he's like got wings and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? (laughs) How did he get his CDL? Yeah, exactly. Where did he get that truck from? Did he pay for this truck? They're expensive. It's There's like a line you can't cross when it comes yeah. to horror, where yeah. something becomes goofy as fuck as soon as like it needs an explanation, and yeah. a gargoyle monster in a hat and coat that drives a truck needs an explanation. Way over the top, yeah. I felt that way about uh, even the first Final Destination, where like 
halfway through the movie like the most Rube Goldbergian <laughs> bullshit was like and you're like this is absolutely insane and like I get that that's kind of the bit right that they're sure. doing but it's like it's not fucking scary anymore it's just like goddamn ridiculous shouldn't they just like crash their car or, yeah like, slip and break their neck or something like yeah like the, I, the one I remember the most is the teacher in her kitchen and like the knife and like it's it's literally a fucking Rube Goldberg yeah, it device. Is. It is. And it, I and it, I do like what, that movie a lot though. Yeah, yeah. The the plane. The first part's scary as fuck with the yes. plane. Fuck that. Of course, like the the one part that's affected every driver. In yep, the wood. History ever yep. since, or the pipes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yep. pipes. I don't drive behind big trucks with shit. No, like that's sm- that's smart to do anyway. Period. Man. I remember we were driving to Florida one time, and we were next to a tractor trailer, and this big goliath dude with wings was in the truck yeah and but and then, then he did like the pull sign and he did he went <laughs> wah, 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 wah. yeah and he said show me your tits and i was like i'm eight <laughs> no but like the wheel like the tire exploded next to us and oh, that was fucking horrifying, was horrifying. boom you know and you're like jesus <laughs> i mean i i've told my story of being in a, a wreck that like totaled my car yeah, you like flipped your truck over. Oh no, that was somebody else's truck, and I was just in it. Like <laughs> I was driving my car home, and there was like a big rig on my right side, and the yeah. dude in front of me just fucking stopped cold. Yeah, fuck that. And I smashed into the back of him. I couldn't get over. It was either like smash into him or go or under hit the truck. A yeah. truck. And you didn't have your Ferrari from uh, Magnum PI, no, so you couldn't, couldn't drive couldn't, under the truck. Uh, Magnum PI underneath the truck. I wasn't on a horse either, so I couldn't Bollywood under yeah. the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw a truck the other day that had like, um, like bars under it, so people Do could not, not go under this. Yeah, bitch. yeah, they were like, it, it was like for that, because I've seen those videos of those idiots like. In there, like, whatever the fuck, right? Driving under these trucks yeah, and that'll, shit. Yeah, that'll, like, absolutely fuck your You'll truck die. up, too. You'll fucking die. You'll, you're dead. Like, you're fucking dead. <laughs> you're dead as fuck, dog. You're dead. Yeah, this episode was whatever. It was way better than the last one, so. Yeah, absolutely. The last one I gave yeah. a one. That's the lowest I've yeah. ever given anything. It was bad. And this one, at least I was like, yeah, okay. Like, this is creepy. Ah, well, uh, here's a damn. Nobody likes this episode. Why reception? Uh, this episode is considered to be one of the weakest of the fourth season, and many members of the production staff were unhappy with it. The scenes with Troy flying were said to be a terrible mistake by Jerry Taylor, who described them as horrible. Well, I mean, I like okay. Those scenes. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes remarked, "This was a yawner, wasn't it?" <laughs> This was a shitty piece of special effects work when Troy was flying with those clouds around her. That was below our shitty. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I guess, like, they were, like, trying to do wire work or whatever. Like, they didn't ever do that before, so they didn't know. Um, I don't know. I I love listening to anything Marina Sirtis ever says. Yes. She said, I love the storyline of that episode because it was about the dream world, and I'm of Greek descent, so I totally believe dreams mean something. And not the Freudian thing. I mean the hocus pocus. (laughs) So that was another one that I could relate to really strongly. But I hated the fucking flying. (laughs) 
Damn. Greeks do hate flying. I mean, Icarus died doing uh, it, so. They learned their lesson from Icarus, it's true. Yeah. Or did they? We need to learn our lesson from fucking Icarus. We're always yeah. flying too close to the sun. Kid Icarus. <laughs> fucking kill all eggplants is what I learned from Kid Icarus. <laughs> Eggplant wizard. Uh... That's a great nickname for somebody who slangs dick in the An modern eggplant era. Wizard? Eggplant wizard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He's just slanging that emoji around, dude. Uh, eggplant and then wizard hat emoji. <laughs> oh, shit. Is there a wizard hat emoji? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a wizard emoji. I know there's a wizard emoji. I'm pretty sure it's like a magical looking hat. Let's I was look. a wizard for Halloween, and it was dope. I saw fun. that. I wasn't anything, because I lost all joy in my life, so. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's not uh, March 18th yet, either, so. It's true. I really <laughs> went early this year. <laughs> uh, we gave out candy, and my favorite moment of the whole night was a little girl dressed as a witch came up, and she's like, are you a boy witch? A and boy witch. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are. Yeah. I'm a boy witch. <laughs> There was a kid, uh, who I was at uh, Sean's house, and uh, there was a kid dressed as Iron Man, and I and I was like, "Thank you, Iron Man, for saving us from Thanos." And his parents lost it. They were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "I don't know if it was that funny." Why did you dress right. your kids up like a dead guy? <laughs> Are you zombie Iron Man from <laughs> What If? Uh, I think it's important to point out here at the end of the show. Um, that there won't be any M-Class email this time oh, around. we don't have enough. No, we only got uh, three or four emails this time. That's not enough for a television program, which is what we make. That's right. It's live. It's live. If you haven't been tuning in to uh, WJJS in uh, <laughs> the Baltimore... The Bel Air area, then you've Philadelphia, been missing, Baltimore area. You've been uh, missing the live M Class emails television show. Coming up on WJJS, Will has trouble with Uncle Phil on a brand new <laughs> Fresh brand Prince new. of Bel Air. Jesus, it's new to me. <laughs> After that, it's news with John Santana and Mindy Williams. <laughs> followed and by weather by Crunkle McDunkle. <laughs> followed by M Class Email. What are the Trek boys up to today? <laughs> Damn, what a great fucking channel. We should start our own channel 58, but it's just our dumb bullshit. <laughs> we just do our normal shows and like creepy shit happens in the background behind us and we yeah, don't even it's acknowledge like a- it. It's like a welcome to Night Vale or whatever, right? Isn't that part of that oh, show? Yeah, yeah. I never listen to it. They're but. always talking about the creepy shit, though. We would just yeah. be answering emails. Yeah. Which we can't do this time because we don't have enough. And that's fine. That's that's the story of that whole tangent. Yep. Uh, that's fine. I'm really tired, so I'm going to take a nap after this. Yeah, so. Jeff's got to get ready for his third Halloween this year, so. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I gotta do fucking Christmas soon, which means I have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to go to West Virginia? That sounds like Halloween to me, what dude. What the fuck? What the fuck? Is that still a state? Thankfully, I can go meet up with my pals Mothman and Cricket Man while I'm there. <laughs> Get a game of cards going. I hear Cricket Man's got an 18-wheeler now. I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> 
Mothman uh, can use the man. telephone, I guess. So that's a weird. Yeah, he knows how to use a payphone. That's good. Um, more than the Jersey Devil ever did. That's true. Jersey Fuck Devil you. just eats people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he flies around. And shit, I don't know. People are people who are afraid of the Mothman. Why? What do you ever do? <laughs> Yeah, he helped you. He helped you. He told us the, about the silver bridge. Yeah, the bridge is collapsing. It didn't help us any, but he did. Nobody call listened. Us tell us. Uh, That's why he moved to Chicago. He's like, fuck these people. He didn't move to Chicago. <laughs> fuck you. Why can't Chicago just get their own crypto? I'm oh, telling you, they're seeing him. They're not stealing him from you. He's they're not see- real, Josh. Uh, you, te- you tell them. You tell the Chicago. They're stealing about this. the cryptid because they don't have one. I'm telling you, man. They think he's there. I never. I mean, I've never I would seen pay him. you real money not to bring up that he goes to Chicago <laughs> when I talk about Moth. You man. do pay me real. I money. would pay you extra, like fifteen dollars extra a month <laughs> if you don't bring that up every time I and mention this. Moth is man. how I get more. Or from the Patreon. <laughs> it's the opposite of how Patreons usually go for Josh. <laughs> um, thank you God. to Vitizen for the use of our his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen uh, anywhere better music is sold. I usually say Twitter, but who fucking knows at this yeah, point? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It's uh, underscore Vitizen underscore on Twitter. And uh, let me use the magic of the internet. Mm-hmm. To uh, look up what the fuck he is on. <laughs> you're, you're stalling. Oh, it's, it's underscore vid as an underscore on uh, uh, Instagram as well. That is perfect. That makes Hell sense. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I want Jeff Pennington on everything, but it's taken on everything. So Did that to... guy sell it to you? Didn't he want to sell it to you or no, something? He's, no, uh, he's never spoken to me. Oh, I thought I tried did. to contact him on two services like ages ago, and he's never spoken to me. Yeah, uh, he's a normal man with a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> he has no need for uh, perpetually, uh, I would say, terminally online Jeff Pennington to ha- have anything to do with him. <laughs> Uh, you can find us for now on Twitter at mclasspodcast, and you can shoot us an email at uh, mclassemail at gmail.com. But really, if you need any real information about mclass, then you should head over to mclasspodcast.com. Woohoo! It's easy to remember. It's, uh, uh, it's of course, no dashes, no spaces, mclasspodcast.com. <clears throat> If you want to help the show besides the Patreon, go to iTunes or Spotify and rate and review the show. It helps us. <laughs> uh, we don't have any new reviews this time. I am glad you looked because I didn't. <laughs> I've never looked on Spotify. That's a problem. We should do that at some point. Not yeah, today, I don't know though. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, let me look. I'll do it. Just We're not going to read them, but I'll see if I can find it. Well, if you find any, we'll read them. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what this show is called. What is it called? <laughs> I believe it's called M Class Podcast. Oh, there it is. I found it. Uh, but I don't know how to find reviews on that shit. Me neither. M Class Podcast. Um, I guess I should follow us there. I followed us. Can you review a podcast on, uh, <laughs> on Spotify? Have we been telling people? Have we? I've definitely pot sure you can right like you have to be hmm. there doesn't seem to be anywhere to review <laughs> have we been telling people to review us and you can't uh maybe i just followed us so that's good <laughs> yeah save episode mark has played 
Let's do uh, M Class Podcast Spotify reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Chartable. Okay, Chartable sounds great. I love Chartable. Uh, is this your podcast? Sign up to track ranks and reviews. Hmm. Oh, it's just the fucking iTunes reviews. All right, we'll just do it on iTunes then. Yeah, that'll never go away. <laughs> I could have sworn you could review. Shit. No, I'm. Te- yeah, I thought so too. I don't know. Mm. Look, mm. it's possible we went through a Tokyo drift and things have changed. I don't know. <laughs> Damn you, Mandela! Damn you! Uh, so yeah, rate review us on iTunes at least. Uh, it's really strange. I could have sworn you could do that on Spotify. Oh well. Oh well, nothing makes sense anymore. And uh, <laughs> thank you to everybody who tuned in. If you'd like to support the show now more than ever, we could use you. Uh, yeah. Head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar you get behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode art, access to a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys, and behind-the-scenes posts. And for a few bucks more, you get whole new podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit and commentary tracks uh, called Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies where we've done commentary tracks for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Mummy, and more. So check that shit out. The best one, Beastmasters 2. Oh my god. We should do more bad movies. <laughs> There's a fucking plenty of them, man. There's plenty of them. My favorite one we've done is the Super Mario Brothers movie, because I had so much fucking information to draw. Yeah, you were like a font, man. Like a, just a fount of information. The one and then I told you about that person that I knew that has the sneakers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, her dad did the props for the movie, and she has the sneakers. That's fucking cool. Uh, that is cool as shit. Uh, <laughs> the commentary track that's the most like just sitting around with your friends while watching a movie, and they won't shut up about how much they love it, is Rumble in the Bronx. Yep. That's uh, a good movie. I don't it's think we good. had any information in that whole commentary track. <laughs> no, we were just like sucking Jackie Chan's dick. We were just right like, off. fucking look at Jackie Chan doing that kick. Look it's at dope. him go. <laughs> just he's, like, he's this... doing some cool shit right now. Look at that. <laughs> this dude was great. Uh, so, yeah, check all that shit out. Uh, I'm going to take a nap. Okay, I'm going to go uh, edit continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. You know what? Every time we do Bros Before Pros and Rich is at the end of the episode is like, where can people find you? I'm like, damn, we should probably have done that at some point. Yeah, I guess we should. Yeah, we'll start it next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. Bye.
I'm mentally ill. Trick, 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 trick with your ball.